How did you actually find out that you were gluten intolerant? An interesting story. I was listening to a podcast. Growing up, I had the sensitive stomach in the family. So my brother and I, we had this belief that when you eat, you get a stomach ache. And everyone else is just like, yeah, I don't think that's the thing that Kenyans have. I think, you know, you've been watching too many movies. Oh yeah, we live in Kenya. <laughs> so I'd like to talk about gluten-free living in Kenya. That's a fair introduction of Samantha Mugeni. And Darren Collins. And together we are the Gluten, gluten Warriors. Warriors. We worry about gluten. Oh, Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Gluten Warrior with we myself. We worry about gluten. Oh, yes, we do. Myself, Samantha Mugeni and... Darren Collins. And we have a special guest named Anita Shankar. Yes, Whoop. and I worry about other people uh, ingesting gluten. But oh. I am most definitely a wor- worrier of the sort. Awesome. Yeah, we have three worriers here. And today <laughs> our topic is about uh, this thing. So, Samantha, remember what we talked about, what makes it easier to go to a restaurant? Yeah. What, 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 let's see if you remember. What, what, um, what makes it easier to dine out when you're gluten-free? with so? um, Having an advocate, right? Right. Someone to speak on your behalf? Yeah, because it's so lame to like start making a list of all your demands to yeah. a lawyer. <laughs> and then and and sometimes you just you don't want to come off as that person who's right. always like that always person. has an, every time we eat out, there's just something. It's always something, something with you. <laughs> I remember my sister one time, she was like, Can't you just pick it out? And I'm like, Oh, oh no, you can't yeah. pick out the gluten. Like, yes. yeah, like my own sister, like, you know I'm not picky. Why would you say that? Can't you just pick it out? Like, I'm just being a problem child to the other people. But, like, right. she knows me personally. I'm not that person. Mm-hmm. So why do you think in this particular situation I'm just being a jerk? It's like, no, I can't like, just pick it up. Maybe you you didn't sleep well. <laughs> you just want to piss everyone off. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. Like, being cool to, to wait staff is the best. But this is one of those things where you, you have to. Like, you, mm-hmm. you will be sick if you don't speak up. Yeah. But it doesn't feel good to speak up. Not all the time. It really doesn't. And yeah. so it, but it's so nice when someone else be like, oh, my friend here um, has a, an, an, an allergy, or, but we have to make sure that there's no wheat in yes. this. And so can you make sure, uh, check with the chef, make sure that there is no wheat in this particular sauce or whatever. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh man, I can just relax. And, and that person doesn't, f- I don't think that it feels as bad. No, not really. As, I think like when you're speaking for someone else, it's easier. Yeah. As opposed to like when you're speaking for yourself because you have like all these intrusive thoughts yeah. that are telling you, ah, maybe you're big, maybe you're tone, maybe. Yeah, right. But some, if you're speaking for someone else, it's like, okay, this is my friend. This is their situation. Help. Yeah. And I think, I wonder if that would work in other situations. <laughs> where it's just like, uh, my friend would like change in all, in all ones, <laughs> yeah. if, you, if you don't mind. Because like, you never want to say that. Like, do you have any smaller bills that you could, you know, get? But, I, was thinking, I was thinking more of like when it comes to dating and you have a wing person. Oh. <laughs> uh, my friend here really thinks you have nice hair. Yeah. Yeah. That would, like, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. Maybe this is like a life lesson we're learning here yeah. about something beyond gluten. <laughs> Didn't I just do that? For you last week? Was that last week when we were together? What was it? What was it? And I, not, not dating, but gluten? Didn't oh. I? I think, yeah, you did. You totally did. Of you? Yeah. Okay, I want to hear about oh, this because that. I wasn't But there. I don't remember. Well, yeah. I think it was, what um, was it? we were confirming, we went to that place called Seven. Oh, correct. Yeah. Seven. But I just naturally 
She, she, oh, Anita just okay. jumped in and was like, hey, uh-huh. um, can you make sure that this sauce, I think it was in the risotto. Okay. Oh, right? that the risotto didn't have gluten in it. Yeah, Correct. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was so nice because like, I, I, so cool. I don't have to do it. It's so great. And so anyway, yeah. that's what we want to talk about today a little bit. And because we have Anita. Yeah. Anita used to be uh, always in Kenya and then she left Kenya. But she has a Kenya story. I do have a Kenya story. What's she the story? What's the What's deal? You've been a little cagey about it since as we came into the studio. Because yeah. she didn't, didn't want to actually tell, pre-tell the story. My Kenya story? My gluten story? The one oh, of the, the, the gluten saying? story, yeah. The All gluten story. The, 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 how you came to be aware of it and how you became an advocate. Yeah. Oh, you were an absolutely. advocate. Yeah, we well, and there. it goes back to personality traits and what our okay. um, gifts are. Um, and I'm someone who curates information just naturally. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, a walking encyclopedia. I, yeah. I, I have been told this. I've also been told I'm a fire hose of information sometimes, and okay. sometimes people do not want. The, I see. <laughs> well, today we do the onslaught. Today we want so all the for instance, this is a Google Map. This is not okay. Kenya, but but this is one of the ways that I curate information and keep myself. Um, Wow. Like where I want to go, all those what I want to eat. I've got Google Sheets of restaurants and separate gluten-free. Oh, my God. Wait, really? Uh, you have Google Sheets of restaurants? I know. Okay. Are you serious? <laughs> it's not like it's an occupation. Like she does this as a hobby. That's cool. In my free time. I just make Google Docs. <laughs> all the places that warriors can eat. I love this. This is yes. so cool. It's legit. She's got a it's Google legit. Right here. And it's even by... Um, meal by type of meal and then by locate because i live in different places yeah yeah so you have it like for all the different countries you've been in and areas and, it, and it's uh-huh. funny that you are generally poking fun of me about this because this is just the natural but this is just naturally the way i operate we because you. there are fabulous places to mm-hmm. eat and do i not i don't send you too much on instagram but i'm constantly sending one son um um, recommendations of uh-huh. places. Oh, okay. So let's, absolutely. Okay. Let's, let's cool. find out what. What's, so how did this all begin? Yeah, so how did it all begin? So I'm yeah. um, American, even okay. though I don't always look like it, especially with my mouth shut. <laughs> um, and moved to Kenya in 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, my family remains in California, as did my husband's family. So we would travel back off, and that was part of just the okay. understanding. If we we're going to move this far away for work, mm-hmm. we would. Um, come back and visit as often as possible. So every winter here, summer, U.S. time, we would go back to California. Mm -hmm. And in 2014, my youngest son was nine years old. My, we had a big gathering at the beach as a family. And so we rented, I don't know if it was Airbnb at that time, but we just rented a house near the beach. And it was Mm -hmm. one of those, it was a nice house, but it had very few bathrooms. And it's one of those things that you just know you're going to be in each other's space and stuff, and that's, it's just a week, and then we can all go to our separate places. Okay. And so what I very specifically remember, there were very few bathrooms, and, like, my mom had her soap, I had my soap, and my sister had her soap, and my son would be, like, and, and use all the soaps, and then, yeah. Just, <laughs> he's nine, yeah. He's, he's, he's nine. <laughs> like, well, like, let's, it's science. Children <laughs> yeah. are scientists, right? Yeah. Um, and eventually that summer, he developed a rash on oh, his hands. Okay. Right? And I assumed it's because he's using three... Three or four different kinds yeah. of soap. Mm-hmm. And we had traveled and flown on, then on an airplane, which, you know, the soap in the bathroom there is so gross and harsh and stuff like that. So we, we really didn't think about it. But then even after we had left and gone back to our normal routine, he still had a rash yeah. on his hand. Um, and we went to, I believe, two different dermatologists who, you know, thought it was some contact dermatitis mm-hmm. issue and 
gave steroids and hydrocortisone cream. Yeah. And he's still, the rush continued. Yeah. It didn't, and it, he's, sensory integration is something else that we also need to talk about. It's a different podcast. He's hypo-sensitive. So he doesn't always um, notice things mm -hmm. about his body or his um, mannerisms, and mm -hmm. so the rash didn't bother him. Oh. It was, you know, but I could tell obviously it's a rash because yeah. he's scratching. Yeah. Um, and then we came back here, um, you know, because they started school, and I had heard about this fabulous acupuncturist. So we went. Usually, I go see people myself first before I take my kids, but I think I had heard enough about her to trust her, and I, I. Um, took her in she had a little studio in the back of her garden and she took one look at him mm -hmm. and said take him off gluten and what I said, what exactly <laughs> what are you magic yeah. <laughs> what Be do you mean because yeah he had a rash at his wrist uh -huh. his elbow initial or his joints oh <gasps> oh my gosh you know now that you say it because my situation is almost similar i'm like okay and we took him off gluten. And what happened? Yeah. For years and years, he had always woken up between 1 and 3 a.m. Mm -hmm. It was just his thing, right? And then he just kind of, even as a, you know, maybe toddler, and he always just had to be soothed, you know, back to sleep, and that we just knew he would, you know, he'd eventually go back to sleep. Yeah. Once we took him off gluten, he slept through the night. Because <gasps> if you look at the Chinese medicine clock, between 1 and 3 is the liver oh, yeah. time, when the liver is overactive. And so I think it's because he couldn't process the gluten. And he was always up between one and three. And once we took him off gluten, he started sleeping through the night. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. I'm dumbfounded. You, uh, I need a no. minute to just press this I'm, comment because I've probably I'm, told you this story before. Maybe I'm just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. So. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Huh. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that's where the story was going. That's where it went. Wow. We, we can divert it any other way, and through the magic of editing, well, so, we can uh, make it but anywhere. So, uh, more disclosure on Cyrus. Mm -hmm. um, it's a. It's actually. Uh, it's your son's name is Cyrus. That's correct, and it, I have a yeah, mission to, to talk we about have, him. Who is Cyrus? Yeah, exactly. she, she <laughs> actually texted her son. Can I talk to talk about you? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. I'm like, why would you ask? He's an adult now. Oh, that's well, but that's thank you for asking. Consent, Derek. Exactly. I never think thank you for recognizing. I, sweets, I would not want talk you about talking everybody. about me on. I talk about you all the time. <laughs> Here does. Here does he really tell yeah. me no? Oh yeah. You're one of my favorite people. I gotta talk you? about you. Wait. Uh -huh. You take the good, you take the bad, you put them And there you have. This is a fact of life. Wait, what have you been Any, saying about me? No, the okay. I do good things. So okay. the point is, yeah. is that uh, Cyrus at the time was not, when was he diagnosed as ha being on the spectrum with autism? Um, seven-ish. Seven-ish. Mm -hmm. Now, but there's a connection in the, in the community of people who take, uh, who uh, work with people who are autistic, uh, uh, is the, um, there's, there's often a gluten connection? Um, it is thought to be some, and it's thought to be connected to the leaky gut and the brain gut mm -hmm. barrier. Uh, okay. and the, I don't know if that... Yeah. What? Did not understand English. Oh, well, and, well, these are where I will give you terms that people can Google for themselves. Do you have show notes? I've never been on a podcast before. No, but it's a notes? really good idea to have people yeah. Google. Well, yeah. just, or, we don't yeah, like to be can. experts. No. no. But, and we don't claim to be either. Oh. Well, yeah. and, I'm like the opposite of an expert. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are many people on the autism spectrum mm -hmm. um, 
it's believed benefit from a gluten-free diet. And it has something to do with how, the gut's often called our second brain, right? Right. The microbiome. Yeah. And obviously, not obviously. So there's a connection between our physical brain in our head Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. our gut. And it's a, um, you know, there's feedback between them. So the thought is being on a gluten-free diet helps, not necessarily, say I'm, I'm trying to be careful about my words. Yeah. Because it goes back to what we were talking about before, about person-centered disability, you know, person first and oh. uh, disability first. Mm-hmm. And like, is an ultimate an issue, right, yeah. to be solved? Or is it just a way of being? Of being, yeah. So I was going to say autism, sim- like, what's oh, a symptom? There's nothing. And that aren't really symptoms. Yeah. It's and he's, just, like, yeah. he's one of my favorite Mm-hmm. People and there's nothing wrong with him being autistic, and he doesn't necessarily. Did you um, point at me when you said that? Am I just now being diagnosed right now? <laughs> no, but if you were, Darren, I'd yeah. be just the same. Yeah, so this same is here. Not, this, okay. is not, right. this is um, the point. A lot of things would make sense. So, terms to Google leaky gut, All right. microbiome, uh, gut, what do they call it? Gut brain access? Yeah, something close to that. The gut, the gut brain um, connection yes. or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, certainly uh, there is plenty of evidence that shows that if your microbiome of your gut is uh, is healthy, also you tend to be able to think better, have faster recall, mm-hmm. yeah. um, your your ability to form sentences and, and mood in general is mm-hmm. improved. So it would make sense that there is. And but so so but to get back to the subject, mm-hmm. you. You quickly became an advocate for Cyrus, your son, when he was nine, uh, and then that did you just jump into like researching gluten? Well, what did I've you do? Always yeah. been an advocate for my son because the universe gifted me in someone who is like all my triggers personified okay. <laughs> and is the best person ever. <laughs> so it's like for me to then yeah shift right uh-huh. and and realize. We were ta- well. You didn't understand the term, but we were talking about the scaffolding kind of concept of relationships or parenting of like not doing things for him, but mm-hmm. like and not necessarily paving the way, but looking at environments where people can thrive. Like, what do they need? What do they mm. not need? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and being gluten free is one of the ways that he. I think he will not necessarily perform better, but be better. The issue at the moment is he doesn't really care. Oh. Um, about gluten free. So once again, you know. So when I naturally that's right. Had I remember I talked to you about the restaurant. Like I didn't. That's just my natural mannerisms. You just naturally jump in and do yeah, that. Yeah. Yes. Well, to take care of you. <laughs> and it's massively appreciated. Like it just feels so good. It's like a really nice way to care about someone is to jump in and be their advocate in that way. But you became basically like. D- you had a lot of uh, practice doing that. I mean, did, did you it's immediately jump in and start doing that every single time you went to a restaurant, well, every single time? When, I mean, and once again, it was these light bulb moments. But we thought about, we, we love pancakes. We'd often have pancakes in the morning. Like yeah. we'd make them, you know, some people only eat pancakes on Sunday. Like, we'd regularly make pancakes, mm-hmm. even on weekdays. He'd often have pancakes in the morning. Yeah. Wheat bread for sandwich at mm-hmm. lunch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it mm-hmm would be common to have pasta for dinner. That's yeah. three doses of, of gluten, gluten. Mm-hmm. in a day. You know, and we eat rice and we put, eat potatoes and corn and, yeah. you know, polenta, but the, the majority of his diet was wheat-based. Mm-hmm. So how, how was it having to make that shift? 
Like immediately after it was, you found it was out. so funny because it was so long ago. I was like, I, I don't know. We just, you know, did it. But it's did hard it. too because yeah. in Kenya, obviously, imported items are extremely expensive. So mm-hmm. finding local um, ingredients that work well. And so, like, Kasava pancakes, we loved. Yeah. You know, and they, they, they were more crepe ish than pancake ish, mm-hmm. but that's fine. He eats mm-hmm. a lot of rice. Um, we eat a lot of polenta. Um, potatoes when he goes up the both my boys ate more potatoes in the first six months here than they did in the previous six years of their their lives oh, like, wow. <laughs> i feel like well okay. especially kids are offered chips here so yeah a lot yeah often. especially when you eat out yeah and the kitty menu is, it is chips all and chips something. but exactly yeah. and that's just not the way i mean the way we had raised our children is they usually eat what we eat um mm-hmm. but so it was a slow process but eventually we got into a a groove. Mm-hmm. And then how did you, how, how do you describe it when you go to restaurants in Kenya? Like, how do you describe gluten? What words do you use? Oh, yeah. Because people don't know what it is oftentimes. True. That's true. And where did we just recently go that I was talking to the waitress and I could tell she didn't quite understand? Uh, that, I think that was at seven. Was no. it there or was it with you? I'm getting confused if when I've eaten with you. There was another you. place we went to, but yeah. So how did you phrase it? Wait, forget, I have forgetting like at seven when you're advocating for mm-hmm. Darren. How did you? Well, so it's so natural to me though. I, was like, mm-hmm. I can't remember what I, what I said, and I like it had. I mean, I just naturally um, did it. But usually, I'm someone who likes to look at menus ahead of time, and I, I think see. I even sent you the minute. Yeah. Well, whether I want to was whether there's something I want to eat there, and whether mm-hmm. it's worth the money. We uh, have this debate about nachos. Yeah, I believe nachos in, in eating nachos in restaurants because mm-hmm. you can make it at home for much cheaper and, and better. And you can be more careful about it, too, and you for can sure. Be more, and, That's true. Yes. So I think the way I usually say it is um, I'm talking about flour mm-hmm. and flour made from wheat. Wheat. Because corn flour is okay. Yeah. So I, th- I use the word flour mm-hmm. a lot of times. How do you say it? Um, it depends. I think sometimes there are restaurants you go to and you know you can say gluten. Mm-hmm. So I can, I'll just ask, um, do you have any gluten-free options? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there are restaurants you go to and you, you know for a fact this one's they might not really understand if I say gluten. So mm-hmm. then I'll ask, uh, is it made with wheat or, you know, mm-hmm. rye or bunny? But are you, I was just going to ask, are you, are, you sen- are you that sensitive? Like, so do you say barley and malt yes. and soy sauce? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes I will shorten it. I will just say um, soy instead of soy sauce because uh-huh. they will sort of grandfather that in. Okay. Like, because they know the word soy, so the soy yeah. has soy sauce. Right. Um, that's 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 what I have to do with meat. Yes. Because that's From the marinade. Yeah. That's been an issue Especially in Kenya. Like, uh, places that have grilled meat, yeah. barbecued meat. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know what they're using in the sauces. Yeah, that's become an issue like in the last like half a decade in Kenya, where it seems to suddenly be quite popular for guys to marinate, uh, marinate their 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 meats ahead of time yeah. uh, because it does add the salt mm-hmm. w- when they add soy sauce and so mm. that's that's a, that's a real trouble that's a real trouble because yeah. it that feels bad right away I feel like it just like oh, it just ruins my evening mm-hmm. so you kind of have to make sure that it's simply not not marinated because if it is marinated it's, it's almost definitely soy sauce problem. yeah yeah 
So that's that's a tricky one. So you kind of have to say soy when you're talking about gluten at restaurants mm-hmm. that are sort of middle of the road restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it used to be like at the very lowest end Choma places, that was just like the safest place to go. Because yeah. they're not going to add any extra ingredients. No one's spending <laughs> extra money. It's just salt. Right, right. <laughs> But na- but nowadays I think there's so many imported soy sauces. Like yeah. it's, it's it's like every supermarket has like a whole section of soy sauces, and guys none are none of them are gluten free. Yeah, none of them zero zero zero. You can zero. get the, they're well they're very expensive. Well, yeah, not at the cost. Yeah, I don't think mm. Tumayini has that. I don't think um, I don't think Quick Mart has that. Mm. I also haven't seen them at Carrefour. They, they well they used to they previously yeah. had them. That does not mean they. Currently. Uh, okay. So Carrefour yeah. Carrefour tends to be. Um, random with their stock yes. which yes. is kind of cool because you don't never know what you're you going to get but you also can't <laughs> depend on something yeah like, yeah i had the corn spaghetti that other time but today what they have is rice um <laughs> has chickpea pasta made its way here i haven't seen is it good it's great oh. But apparently it doesn't taste very good the next day. Someone else had told me that, so mm-hmm. this isn't that particular. But yeah, chick- well, and, but you think it's also high in protein, so it's yeah. like yeah. win-win value. It's mm-hmm. win-win, which I think could be easily made here because chickpeas are here. Okay. Business Business idea. We have the uh, Gluten Warrior brand. Chickpea pasta. pasta. Yeah. So uh, let's just uh, sort of continue and then um, wrap up our discussion about being an advocate. But um, I think that's w- one of the important ways to do it is to mention it's flour and that my friend can't have flour. And then if you if it's possible to to get specific, because I've had people sort of misunderstand and say, well, it could come back and say, yeah, it has corn flour. I'm like, yeah. oh, no, no, that, that's okay. Corn flour is fine, yeah. So sometimes at restaurants, you may have to do like two or three like back and forths before you actually drill it down mm-hmm. um, because it, you can kind of overload the wait staff with information if you say, well, it, what is it thickened with? Is mm-hmm. it thickened with yeah. cornstarch? Because that's okay. Or is it flour? That's not okay. Not okay. But the word flour, flour yeah. technically, cornstarch is corn flour or yeah. whatever. So you you have to play that balance of just not overwhelming the person to where they're like, I don't care. That's not. <laughs> I'm, not I'm not getting enough money to care about this guy. Yeah. And so that's why it's so helpful to have an advocate for sure, mm-hmm. someone who can b- break that down. But it's probably a good idea to, if you're a listener and you're new at this, is to sort of just write it down, write, write down what it is. And, and I think if you were to write it down, how, how would you write it down to make it the simplest for someone who maybe doesn't understand but is willing to help? How would you say it? Hmm. I need to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. We have time. Give me a second. <laughs> or 10. Okay. So you mind me asking, I, are you yeah. officially celiac? Or you, so Cyrus is gluten intolerant to the best of our knowledge. And yeah. that was decided based on he's growing healthily enough. Mm-hmm. And so he's, you know, his bodies aren't tearing themselves apart. Yeah. And so usually I phrase it in most ways that he's sensitive to gluten. So mm-hmm. we have a bit of wiggle room, which is good. But are you a little bit of gluten will make you feel immediately sick? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Mm. And the, the and lately the symptom has been exhaustion. Oof. I'll just just be. It's not age. Just no. yeah. 
Thank you, Anita. I think <laughs> I'm older I like, than you. I like having shots fired oh. from two other hosts. <laughs> Yo. <of> this podcast. <laughs> yeah. So the exhaustion. So I guess for me, um, the easiest way to say it is, uh, um, I'm very allergic to gluten, mm-hmm. which is in wheat flour. So can you check and make sure there's no flour made from wheat in in this, mm-hmm. and also make sure there's no soy. No. in this and I think that generally works and if there's some confusion with the English it's going to be about flour itself mm. and so um, the easiest thing though is if you're at a restaurant is to see if you can just actually talk to the chef yeah and it's interesting because I'm I used to be very shy about that but it turns out if they're not super if they're super busy then yeah. no chef wants to come out and talk to you but even at a really small restaurant that's not a nice it's not upper class not even middle class it's just sort of lower they'd be glad to and in fact if it's a choma place I'll just walk right I'll just walk right into the, the kitchen yeah. say yo what's up hey have you guys been marinating this and mm-hmm. they go oh yeah we have soy and then ah we don't marinate okay cool and that's easy just just go back to the grill yeah. and just talk to the guys there yeah um i think what i've been doing recently is i'll call ahead oh yeah or i'll check I'll check the menu online yeah. like on instagram because mm-hmm. a lot of restaurants post their menus on insta so i'll check the menus and see what they have and then if i see something that i think i would want to eat then i can call and find out mm-hmm. like hi uh i um wanted to ask about this meal what do you what goes into it and stuff like that and then they'll confirm okay yeah this is okay this is not if it's not then you know you ask okay so what would you recommend based on the conversation we've had then that way by the time i'm going out i know um what i'm gonna order and i I am comfortable yeah it's interesting there's um this page on insta called it's just She's called the Fat Italian. So she does like pasta and those kinds of like Italian dishes. Mm-hmm. So I reached out to her and I asked her, do you have any gluten-free options? Mm. And she was like, yeah, we have gluten-free pasta. But if you're celiac, I, I cannot promise that uh, cross-contamination has not mm-hmm. occurred. And I really appreciated it because yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, this is this is good information. Because normally someone will just tell you, yeah, we have gluten-free options mm-hmm. and then keep it moving. Mm. That's really good. Uh, that, that, that's nice of them to say that. Yeah, yeah. I told her. She's like, oh. <laughs> calling ahead is nice. The other way I would say it, and, and I would encourage an advocate to say this on my behalf, <laughs> is um, I oftentimes just say like, I'm not, I'm not picky. Um, uh, I will eat anything so long as it doesn't have gluten. So. What are, the, what are the things I can have? Let's not talk about what I can't have. Let's talk about yeah. what I can't have. Positive yeah. spin on it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm not picky. I'll eat French fried tarantulas if it's, that's on the menu. <laughs> I don't have a, you know, I, just, I like food. I like all things. But, <laughs> and it, so friends. it kills me that we even have to discuss gluten at any given time. Yeah. So, but that that's really helpful. Just, hey, what can I have? Mm-hmm. And that's what I will take. If a chef comes toward, towards me and say, hey, what do you, what, I'll just say, what do you like making mm-hmm. that I can have? Yeah. And he'll say, oh, this is this would actually be pretty fast. I'm already prepared to make this. I'm like, bingo, let's do that. Mm-hmm. That's really nice. Yeah. Other times I eat 
before I leave. Like, I'll, yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. I'll I know. I've done that yeah. so many times. And then, <laughs> when we go out, I'm like, yeah, I'll just have a salad. <laughs> the, the, or, you know, I'm, I, I'll have a drink. Yeah. Thanks. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, if it's with a group of people, like, I don't yeah. want to be that person. It's so freaky to just have to be that person, especially when it's a big group going yeah. out. Like, okay, everyone else is finished. I would like to discuss... <laughs> The restaurant with Can you. Can I speak to the chef? Can we talk about the ways? It's just like, what is with this guy? He's got to have a conversation. We're all done ordering. We're all hungry. And this guy's, you know, having a, 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 a he's earning a college credit in the discussion. That's <laughs> where snacks it. come into play. So, eat, so just eat beforehand. And yeah. Yeah. Snacks. So, yeah. Always carry nuts. Yeah. But that's not mm-hmm. that's very fun. But it, it does make it more socially easy to deal with. Yeah. There's a time I went to a restaurant and then um, so I wanted to find out. I was like, okay, uh, do you have any gluten-free options? It's like, what does that mean? Um, anything that doesn't have like wheat flour or whatever. And she's like, one sec. And she went like... Uh, to I guess the kitchen somewhere and she came back with a whole chat and she's like okay so we have (laughs) and she's looking at like all the allergen uh, descriptions and then she finished looking at the chat and she's like sorry yeah I'm sorry we don't have anything for you (laughs) my friend was like now we need to go elsewhere damn it (laughs) yeah Yeah. so that's why calling ahead is great that's the google doc Mm -hmm. yes I need, I need the spreadsheet. Yeah, we all need a friend Happy like Anita, who, who not only will be our advocate, but will send us a spreadsheet before we but go out to dinner. But eating out is expensive, and so this is where, also, where yeah. do I want to spend my money and my time and make sure I enjoy it? Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'd rather eat at home. Yeah. With my nachos. Yeah. Love nachos. But nachos here also, there's some that are made with... Uh, Wheat. wheat in the tortilla chips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah so you also depends. just have and to be careful. Yeah. It's yeah. not a guarantee. I ask to see the package. I'm saying, oh. Really? Because they don't At make a them restaurant? Here. At yeah. a restaurant? Yeah. Huh. Because it's there. Then just but make them at home. But there's some who make it. Listen, I like to hang out <laughs> and go to restaurants and even have food. I like to see how other people make nachos. But yes, I've done that. I went to a place... That is, I think, is now Clo- Wine Life up in Gigiri. They had nachos, mm-hmm. and they were using Ola, uh, that, okay. that brand, but they were using the wrong one. Oh. And I'm really glad I checked because yeah. it, it had had wheat. It had, wheat. It had wheat in there. So it's it's really important to to check ahead of time, but it's really important. It's really helpful if someone else does it for you. So, yep, you're welcome. Yeah. Thank you, Anita, for for being that, and yeah. we'll, we'll we'll wrap things up here. But uh, I guess the, as a gluten warrior number two, a gluten worrier number two, it is always my pleasure to go with a friend who is sensitive to my sensitivities and will speak on my behalf. And as gluten warrior number one, mm-hmm. um, I appreciate my people who always speak on my behalf um, and also think about me when they're selecting restaurants to go eat at. They're like, oh, oh no, we can't go to that pizza place. Uh, some, can, some doesn't eat pizza. So... Thank you, guys. Maintain. Yeah, thank you very much. And if you are someone who has gluten, maybe send this podcast to someone who is your close friend so they can understand. Or do the research yeah. before you suggest restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't have to. All right. Well, we worry about gluten all the time. Every time. All the damn time. But we're still here. <laughs> and we'll see you on the next podcast Whoop. where we'll be talking about other things related to gluten. Peace out.